Well, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is a Locked On NFL podcast. Usually, <clears throat> it's been a great series. That usually we have Mike Renner on Wednesdays, uh, but something came up. Mike couldn't do it today, so we are going to get back to that next week. And it kind of works out well because remember yesterday I promised you uh, an award show, you know, a mid-season award show, and I'm going to do that today instead. So. Let's start with the MVP race. And I, the way I'm going to do this is if the season ended right now, and then I'm going to kind of mention, we well, yeah, but I also like this dude's chances. Or, you know, I mean, like, if, if it keeps going at this pace, maybe this guy gets involved. So the MVP race, to me, it sounds as though most tend to think that it's Wentz's to lose. You know, they, they, you know they've won loss. We're going to bring up the Eagles here from time to time, obviously, in the award show. And I would have no problem with that. I mean, I think he's very, very worthy. I just think Tom Brady's slightly more worthy. And I know that's not much fun, you know, voting for Rodgers or Brady every year. I just think he's playing unbelievable football. Remember how bad their defense was to start the year? He's lost Edelman. Um, I give Brady the slight nod over Wentz as the MVP of the league. Offensive MVP. Remember, there's an offense and a defensive MVP. Um, but it's close. I think most people would vote Wentz, and I would not have a problem with that. It's really splitting hairs. Um, some other guys I think that need mentioned are Russell Wilson, playing phenomenally, not getting a ton of help. Drew Brees. I know he's not tearing it up for your fantasy team as much as he has. But I think a lot of that is because the volume's down a little bit because he's playing very, very well. His team is winning. He's relying on the run game and defense a little bit more. I think he's playing at an MVP level. I think Todd Gurley should be in the conversation. You know, I mean, the Rams, um, it's been a collective effort, but it's been on his back more than anyone. And it's too early to say this, but I think Le'Veon Bell is trending in that direction too. You know, just the the volume is insane for Pittsburgh. Um, I don't think he's in the conversation yet, but I think he's going that way. He's trending that way. Um, Kansas City, you know, the Smith and even Hunt that first month of the season were the leaders in the clubhouse. I don't know how you could vote for either one of them over the names I mentioned now, but... Um, pretty good list, but if I have to pick one, I'm going to take Brady. Defensive MVP. Fewer candidates than usual, in my opinion. You know, who, who's that monster edge sack guy? Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, he's having a great year, but I, I can't go MVP for him. You know, Von Miller's been really good, but not lighting it up. You know, Khalil Mack won it last year. That's usually a sexy position, an easy one to go with. How about the sec- pure second-level guy? You know, Sean Lee's been hurt a little bit. Keekley's been hurt a little bit. The name that really comes to mind there, though, that never gets the credit he deserves is Wagner in Seattle. I think he's playing outstanding football and not quite getting the credit he deserves because there's a lot of guys around him. I would not have a problem with that with that pick. In the secondary, I don't see somebody. I mean, like, Patrick Peterson's awesome and no one ever throws at him. But is he the defensive MVP? Uh, I still think he's the best corner in the league. I think Ramsey's in that conversation right there with Peterson, too. 
Um, but they don't get challenged that much. I mean, defensive MVP, can't give it to them there. Um, Calais Campbell, I think, has a very strong case. Uh, you know, a ton of sacks on the league's best defense, although I think Ramsey's better. But, you know, we're, we're talking about how you give these awards away. Uh, I could certainly see Campbell. But to me, Aaron Donald's by far the best defensive player in the league. That He has to win this award to me. And I know defensive tackles basically never win it. They don't put up the stats. They don't put up the highlight. But, man, go watch go watch two series. Any series you want this year from the Rams. And you'll just be like, wow, is Ramsey or is Donald a great player? He absolutely is. He's an unblockable force. Sec- everyone that tries to game plan against him does everything possible, and it's freeing up guys like Brockers and Ogletree to have a great year. Donald is an utter wrecking machine, and to me is the easy defensive MVP can't, you know, choice. Coach of the year. Eagles have the best record, so he'll get some talk. I get that. Rams certainly will get a heavy consideration, as will the Bills. You know, two new coaches in their those places. I understand that. That's strong case as well. Um, how about Sean Payton? I mean, they've won six in a row. Um, to I would go a little off the grid here, though, and and take a different approach. And I would take Todd Bowles. We all thought, I mean, they opened my power ranks at 32. None of you had a problem with it. We looked at their offense and thought it might be the worst we've ever seen. And they're competitive. And I want to say they're an average football team. That's great coaching, man. I mean, that's getting the most out of bad personnel. Defense is pretty solid. And they have some building blocks on that team now. Both the safeties, the you know, uh, what's-his-face, the... Claiborne, the, the corner they signed. All of a sudden, the secondary looks okay. Lee's playing pretty well. For first round pick from a year ago. Um, so, coach of the year to me is Todd Bowles. Offensive rookie of the year is really interesting. Because early on, it was Hunt. I mean, just obviously it was Hunt. Then, Watson comes on like gangbusters. And, oh, Watson's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. Cook was really good to begin the season. And unfortunately, we lost Watson and Hunt's dropped off a little. And Fournette's missed three games in a row. You know, is he, you know, in position to be the rookie of the year? I think Fournette still can be, you know, but you can't give it to him at the halfway point. He's missed three games. Um, McCaffrey's been good, and it looks like he's starting to hit his stride. Mixon's done nothing, really, compared to these guys, but I do think a second half of the season, he will. Um, you can't give it to Trubisky. I mean, what tight end is deserving? Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram is deserving. And I'm torn. I don't think Evan Ingram's going to be the Offensive Rookie of the Year. But when you say, who deserves it from, you know, kickoff of the first game until now... You can't go Watson. You can't go Cook, obviously. You can't go Fournette. There's no other tight end. There's no receiver worthy. And there's no other quarterback to even talk about except for Watson. There's a good group of backs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go with Tariq Cohen. 
So I think it comes down to Engram, and when does a tight end ever win an award like this? Or Hunt. And Hunt's really tailed off. But I think I narrowly give it to Hunt from, you know, week one until now. I mean, remember how he tore it up to start the year. And he's been pretty consistent. I mean, I know that if you have him on your fantasy team, you're a little mad at him. He hasn't gotten the end zone in a while and had a, a rough day last, last past week. But he's been a pretty consistent performer all year long. I think he's your rookie of the year to this point. Wouldn't shock me at all if a guy like Fournette passes him, though. Defensive rookie of the year. This looks like a really good class, and I still believe that Miles Garrett will be the best player in this class from the on the defensive side of the ball, but obviously you can't give him the award at the halfway point. I'm really into Adams with the Jets. I mentioned him earlier in the Coach of the Year conversation, but I think this one's you know cut and dry. I mean, it's Lattimore in, in, in New Orleans. I've told you many times, he is a very vital player piece to that revitalization there's a lot of vitals in there of the Saints D and therefore making them a highly competitive team we've seen him track number ones he's great in zone he's great in man I would argue that he's already a top 10 corner in this league maybe that's even too maybe that's not even generous enough and generally as much as any position in the league that's where rookies get picked on you know I mean rookie corners are a target, are an absolute target. So I think Latimer is your easy defensive rookie of the year. All right, a little bit of a bonus prize midweek, midseason. Didn't tell you we were going to do this, but I'm going to kind of give my, my thoughts on the playoff situations and sort of a prediction situation too, like, I think this is how it'll probably end up, you know, panning out. And boy, are the AFC and NFC different. So, I think the division winners in the AFC, I'm very confident that New England's going to win their division. They only have a game over the Bills. I see that. You know, I pulled up the stand, I pulled up the standings, and amazingly, every team in the East has four wins. But I'll give you guys all three teams and give me the Patriots to win the East. I mean. Anyone going to take that bet? I bet not, even though the Bills are one game behind and the Dolphins are two games behind. But New England's the best team in that division. The Steelers, I think, are as firmly entrenched as the Patriots, if not more, atop the North. They're at 6-2. and two. The Ravens are at 4-5. and five. I think the Ravens kind of stink. And I will not pick a team other than the Steelers to, rep- to go to the playoffs out of the North. The South, Jacksonville and Tennessee play each other again, and Tennessee won the first match matchup. They're both five and three. Houston and Indy are three, have only have three wins apiece, and I think they're out of it. You know, Watson's done. Luck's not coming back. Um, Houston and Indy are out of it. So, who wins between Tennessee and Jacksonville in that division to win the division? I think it's going to be Jacksonville, and here's the reason why. Their schedule is crazy easy. Here's what Jacksonville has left. Host the Chargers. At the Browns. At the Cardinals. Home versus the Colts. Home versus Seattle. Home versus Houston. At San Francisco. 
And then they finish the season at Tennessee, which certainly I recognize could have serious playoff implications. So I am going to pick Jacksonville to win that division, which is amazing to say. Chiefs have a two-game lead in the West, and I think they win it as well. So that leaves two wild cards. And I've mentioned I think Tennessee probably picks it up here a little bit. I think Corey Davis is going to help that team a lot. And maybe they change a little bit how they play offense. So I think Tennessee gets a wild card. And now you're looking at Oakland, Chargers, Denver. None of them have a winning record. I told you I'm not taking anybody else out of the South. I'm not taking anybody else out of the North. Buffalo at least has a winning record. Miami's 4-4. Four and four. But I think Oakland's the best team of them. And I'll say they sneak into the playoffs. But it wouldn't shock me if Buffalo does. I just can't imagine that overall. You know, I just don't think that's a playoff caliber team or roster. So I'm going to say Patriots, Steelers, probably get the bye. But I've been warning people around here, don't be surprised if Jacksonville goes 6-2 and two and ends up with a bye over either New England or Pittsburgh. It's not a foregone conclusion. But I will say New England and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has a pretty easy schedule too, and I think New England does as well, um, end up with buys. Jags win the South. Chiefs win the West. Tennessee and Oakland as your wild cards. NFC is a lot more difficult. Dallas is coming on strong. Washington's not going away. But I picked the Eagles to win it to begin the, to begin the season. I feel very happy about that and confident. I'm still going to stick with them. I don't see any competition for Minnesota in the North. Uh, newsworthy, Sam Bradford went on IR. Teddy Bridgewater is now in the mix and could be playing, but it's going to be looks like it's going to be Keenum show for now, and it's working. I mean, it's working. They won four in a row. They're six and two. I think they win the North. I think the Saints hold on to win the South, but I do think Atlanta's second half of the season could be better than the first. And I'm a Carolina believer, so I'm torn. I mean, I know the Saints have won six in a row, but Carolina's won two in a row. Saints are six and two. Carolina's six and three. You know, I mean, they're they're half game apart. Um, and then in the West, Rams at six and two, Seattle at five and three. Um, Arizona's not dead yet. Um, I do think the Lions and especially the Packers are both four and four are dead yet. Um, Detroit isn't officially, but I think Green Bay basically is, uh, and I think Washington's pretty good. So. My division winners are going to be Philly, Minnesota, Saints narrowly, but Carolina as a wildcard team, Rams narrowly, but man, I like the way Dallas is playing. I think Washington isn't going to go away soon. I think Atlanta could be better. I don't think Arizona's dead. Arizona's pretty dead. But I'm going to stick with Seattle. Man, Dallas is pretty good, though. I, I, who knows what's going to go on with Elliott. NFC's rough. I mean, I'm not sure nine wins gets you in the playoffs. I think you, you, we might have two wild cards with ten wins or better. Wouldn't shock me at all if Seattle or Carolina won their divisions, but I'm going to pick them as the wild cards. I'm going to say the Eagles and the Saints get buys, where the Vikings and Rams win their divisions, Seattle and Carolina as wild cards. But... South is tough. Top two teams in the West are tough. Top three teams in the East is tough. Minnesota's sitting pretty, to be honest with you, of just considering who's in their division. 
So that's a wrap. Get your questions in tomorrow for Twitter Thursday, and we'll be previewing the Thursday night game. Next Wednesday, we'll get Mike Renner back, and that's always fun. So over and out. Take care. See you.